Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my. It's just another night for supernatural girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, and I am here with my co-host, Patricia Kirkman. PK, how are you tonight? Absolutely fabulous. It's a wonderful day. The sun's out. It's warm. Oh, God, did it feel good. What can you say? <laughs> well, I can tell you what we can say. We're jealous. We're freezing in New England, and we're ho- just well, praying. Well, that's why I said it's been crazy. We've had cold, and today it feels like a real summer day. Jeez, that's scary. Maybe <laughs> we're going to get snow tomorrow, right? <laughs> right. Nothing's right. snow I know it. It's just insane. Well, look, I'm glad to have you with us tonight because you have a very exciting show and a terrific guest. Jennifer Gale is joining us in a few minutes, and she's the author of a new book, The Return of Planet Sedna. There is so much information we need to go over tonight because Mm -hmm. this is going to affect each and every one of us. we got to find out how. So before we go there, Miss PK, what's happening with the numbers? Well, you know what? May is all about our finances. And boy, this has been proven true right off the bat. Look at the stock market, up, down, up, around. Everybody's worried about what's going to happen next. I won't say that our gracious leader has got people shaking in their boots about their money and their funds, but they are. But we talked about it last month about secrets being made known last month. We were warned ahead of time. People just don't pay attention. But this month also we're dealing with changes. And the changes deal with unexpected issues taking place. Don't count on anything because that's about the size of it. Nothing is going to be normal. Speed's a factor as well as change. So expect the unexpected. And that's the best way to look at it. I'll take whatever it is. I'll hold on to the side of the boat. And I'm going to ride the wave. And I'm going to make it. Oh, my. my. I'm sticking with it. Okay. Well, it's fair warning, right? It's fair warning for all of us. Oh, now, yeah. I, I got it. First of all, our condolences to Stanton Friedman's family. He passed away, and he was a legend in UFO exploration. Unfortunately, right. he passed away a few days ago. We, he will be missed. That is for Definitely. sure. Now, last week, Robert Luca and I were talking mm-hmm. about government harassment of UFO abductees, of which he is one. Mm -hmm. And what's so interesting is we had been talking about this before we went live, and we were predicting Mm -hmm. that the black helicopters were going to return. And sure enough, Bob sent me an email. And he said, (laughs) 
I don't know if this is coincidence or not, but yesterday we had three overflights of large military helicopters pass over the front of our house at about two to 300 feet in altitude. Now, that's low. This happened. <laughs> that's at very low. One, yeah, it is. 1.30 p.m., 5.15 p.m., and 8.47, excuse me, last night. And then the next day, they came back around 6.20. So Bob is has said it's, these are not helicopters that he can identify. He knows what he's looking at. So mm-hmm. he is, now has his camera ready in case they make a return yeah. trip. But this, he said well, they have not had any flyovers at this house except for one years ago. They've been there for 14 years. And mm-hmm. the only flyover they had was one day, and it was in 2014, nothing else. So very coincidental that right after the show we were talking <laughs> about the government harassment, black helicopters, it's like they were right. just couldn't wait to say hello to Bob again and Betty. <laughs> well, we, we knew ahead of time that there were going to be major things that were coming out of secrets, and they're looking at secrets. Bob was quite correct, and we knew it was going to take place. And by God, they, yep. the government yep. didn't, didn't disappoint us, did they? No, nope, they <laughs> did not. They're still up to their shenanigans, I guess. So, yes, yes. They are. yes. So I wanted to also let people know that if they want a reading with you, PK, they can go to patriciakirkman.com and book a reading and find out everything about themselves, their numbers, their birth date, mm-hmm. what their name means, and what's coming up. You can also find Patricia Kirkman on our website, SupernaturalGirlsWithAZ.com. And you can also find our new candles there. So make sure you take a look. they're great. They are so beautiful, but more importantly, Mm -hmm. they're powerful. They were designed by Katrina Rathbold and me, and they are packed with mojo. So go to the website, and you will see on the left-hand side there is a new category for shop so you can go to the shop and hopefully it's working now we had a little bit of a glitch there uh with our website designer and i called them and they supposedly straightened it out but if you want a candle and you can't seem to get it to work on our website just shoot me an email i'll be happy to have one sent out to you so we have them for soul clearing love and wealth now we can all of, use one of those. <laughs> I can use every one of them. Actually, I have all of them. That's and I for sure. Them. <laughs> um, now there's also another story. If anybody out there is a good decoder, you can win a prize from a French village that wants somebody to please decipher a rock covered in a secret code. They've dated it to 230 years ago. I don't know how they did that, but they figured out. It was from 230 years ago, and nobody has been able to decipher it. So if you're good at that kind of thing, take a look at our Facebook page. I posted the article there in case you want to try to decode this. You could get the prize, which is uh, mm-hmm. $2,200 U.S. So mm-hmm. anyway, they say that nobody's been able to figure it out, but one legible section reads, and I can't even pronounce it. It looks like a language I've never seen before. Um, but some believe it may have been written in a form of the Basque language, while others think it's an older form of Breton. So, anyways, take a look at that wild story about the secret code that's written on the rock in France. 
And, oh, my goodness, there's just so much going on in the world. There's also women are going missing in Hawaii. There was another one reported in Maui who just disappeared. So be careful if you're taking a trip to the islands. That's all I can tell you. Apparently, there's a forest there. Somebody, a a young woman, went to go for a jog, and she has completely disappeared. So be cautious. You know, we often talk about the missing 411 stories. I don't know if this one is similar to that, but she's gone. So be careful in your exploration, especially when it comes to any kind of a state forest. So tonight, tonight, we are talking about the return of planet Sedna. Now, Sedna's last appearance was 11,000 years ago, but we're going to find out all about what's going to happen when she returns. And to tell us all about this is expert Jennifer Gale. Now, Jennifer also instructs astroharmonic medicine and continuing education to licensed professionals. She is a certified acutonics practitioner, a astrology sound healer and mentor with a master's degree in health sciences from St. Francis University. So I can't wait to hear what she has to say. How about you, PK? Oh, I, I'm fascinated by the, going through the book. You just couldn't go, oh, my God, look at all these questions. I know. She's going to answer them, a, which is even better. Oh, a lot of great information about astrology, healing, and the awakening of cosmic kundalini and jennifer welcome to the show thank you thanks so much for having me well it's our pleasure this is a very very unusual topic and i don't think we've ever had anybody on talking about all of these subjects in one evening so please tell us first of all about you because very interesting and all of the work that you're doing with the astroharmonic medicine and the music. Tell us all about this. How did you get into this? Sure. Um, I do want to qualify. Uh, I apologize for not letting you know ahead of time, but I actually don't teach the continuing education classes anymore. But I am doing, I, I you know, my profession and my expression of service keeps morphing as I'm sure you guys experience in your own lives, it it's like the universe just keeps evolving us, evolving our work. So let me answer your question. I started out as a musician um, at a young age, like around six or seven. So music has always been a part of my life. I, that's what my undergrad degree is in. As a teenager, I became really interested in astrology, you know, that tender age when we're all searching for a place to belong. And mm-hmm. I <laughs> I um, was, you know, searching like all, all of my other peers, I guess, but I never felt like I fit in wherever I was. I didn't feel like I fit in with my family, didn't feel like I really fit in with my peers I never felt quite at home and I really never felt quite at home in my own skin my whole journey my whole life has been about really getting to know who I am and that you know at the age of whatever it was 13 14 when I started to learn about myself through the language of astrology 
I began to relax a little bit. It's okay that I'm like this. It's okay that I feel this way or I don't feel this way around this particular group of people or that I, you know, I'm, I have a unique signature and that is the whole point. So that is why I became absolutely enthralled with astrology. Later on, you know, after college, I became interested in the healing arts and I always wanted to combine my background in sound and music with the energy work. Eventually, um, while I was working at an acupuncture school and receiving acupuncture, I also fell in love with Chinese medicine and that system. So it was through my experience at you know, working at that school that I found out about acutonics. Acutonics combines everything that I love, the music, the astrology, the planetary science. So that is how I came to be doing what I, what I now do, and it's also how I learned about Sedna, the planet, which was discovered in 2003, and that is when I um, really began my intensive coursework through the Acuton- or at the Acutonics Institute. Um, so I, I've never even yeah, heard of the Acutronics. Where is this place, <clears throat> the Acutronics Institute? The the mothership for the Acutonics Institute is in uh, Lano de San Juan, New Mexico. Oh, yeah. gosh. Hmm. But yeah, there are teachers. Fascinating. But there's there probably teachers, teachers around the country. All over the world, really. Oh. Okay. It, yeah, it sounds like very powerful work that you're involved with. And we were talking before you went live about how you can interpret somebody's personal natal chart in music. Tell us about that. That's so fascinating. Yeah. Well, when I was doing research for my first book, which is on planetary signatures, I became really fascinated about the whole concept around the whole concept of the doctrine of signatures. The doctrine of signatures states that nature marks each growth according to its curative benefit. So we find through the signatures of our our plant medicine and herbs and um, and gemstones, we find their signature of healing but we forget that we humans have the very same thing everything arises in nature from vibration it is the vibration that creates specific formations and it's fascinating to me too um, when we consider that this planetary signature or celestial signature that we all have at the time that we're born is also analogous to the snowflakes and that the two snowflakes are created to be the same. They all have a very unique signature. And I was absolutely fascinated when I learned about Wilson Bentley's work and how he described that the signature of the snowflake is determined by its journey through cloud land. <laughs> Mm, wow. And and I mean, when you 
when you think about that in terms of the human experience, in terms of the soul and its journey through, you know, through all these dimensions and lifetimes, just the journey through eternity, through infinity, and how, I mean, in my view, we live many lifetimes, you know, as learning what it's like to be male, female, um, powerful, or servant. I mean, I, I think that hopefully we don't have to continue those lessons. I believe that one of the reasons, one of the lessons that we, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but one of the lessons Sedna is here to remind us of is that we're coming full circle and we don't need to continue on that karmic wheel. But my point is that all of these experiences and all of the experiences of our ancestors, they're all connected. And so a soul who's only lived a few lifetimes is probably not going to have the same empathy and compassion for other living beings, humans, creatures, plants, or planets. I mean, you have to have that journey through cloudland, you know, over time. Yeah, It's the experience of the soul that garners wisdom and um, allows us to express it. Well, all of this is just fascinating. Uh, It's, again, you have a special talent when it comes to uh, taking someone's chart and turning it into music. I mean, that's amazing. And we're going to get back to that because I know you're doing some fascinating things on YouTube and offering groups for people to uh, participate in the, at the new moon and also at the full moon, you said. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll get back to all of that because I want to make sure that you have a chance to tell people how to get a hold of you. And, Let's go to Sedna, because as you mentioned, it was discovered in 2003, and and it's a dwarf planet, right? Yes, they keep, actually, its official category is called a Sednoid. So its orbital characteristics were so unique that it was given its own category. And I detail that in my book, but I probably won't do it justice because I'm not an astronomer. So when I gather these clues and write about it, I am not always able to, you know, paraphrase it for listeners without like going back to the book to refer, at least when it comes to astronomy. But there are reasons why its orbital characteristics um, cause astronomers to give it its own category. Because mm-hmm. I've heard that so, the orbit yes. has been described as eccentric, um, that it has yes. something to do also with Planet Nine. I mean, there's a lot of, as you mentioned, there's a lot of facts that go around its discovery and why the orbit is so eccentric. So go ahead. It's fascinating. <laughs> Keep going. We want to hear more. Well, well, the main umbrella for many of the outer planets, they call them TNOs trans-Neptunian objects. So they're planets whose orbits are beyond the orbit of Neptunes. And so they categorize them according to how their orbit interacts with that of Neptunes. And 
sudden, and then you've got scattered distant objects and scattered um, near objects. And all of that has to do with its relationship to Neptune. And like I said, I, I don't want to get too bogged down in astronomical details because I am not an astronomer. And truly, I consider myself only to be an expert in my own life experience. I like to gather and sift clues, present them in a connected way, and let the readers read, you know, decide for themselves what further questions would they like to ask, what further exploration would they like to conduct. But because so much about Sedna is about embracing the mystery. Um, so Sedna's, I, she, <laughs> this planet is beyond our solar system. So first of all, it is the first planet to be named outside Greco-Roman tradition, myth tradition. Sedna is named for the daughter of an Inuit community who refused marriage, refused suitors. Basically, she defied tradition. And she finally did, there are different variations, as there always are, on the myths. In some versions, she chose the suitor, finally, and in others, her, her father chose for her. But in any case, she married, and only after marriage did she discover that her spouse was not actually a man, but, you know, a shapeshifter, raven, god, and she was away from the creature, the comforts of her original home and family and crying out to her father to rescue her. When her father came to rescue her, the raven god who had been out hunting um, discovered them and created a massive storm on the Arctic Sea. And so the father, in fear for his own life, threw her into the water. Sedna tried several times to get back into the boat, and he cut off her digits and then her hands, her fingers and then her hands. And that is what became the life in the sea. Through this process, it's very shamanic, through, because in shamanic ritual, the, the initiates often do have injury or um, in, in the journey they, they lose, they, they experience some sort of dismemberment in that shamanic journey initiation. But they are then transformed into a higher state of consciousness. And in this case, Sedna was transformed into the immortal sea woman who now has the power over the community who abandoned her to provide or withhold sustenance. Because, But the interesting thing is that because she has no hands, she cannot comb her hair and free the sea creatures who get caught up in her long tendrils of hair. So a shaman has to enter the deep waters, comb her hair, placate her, and free the sea mammals so that there is then life for hunting among the Inuit. Huh. So that's a, <laughs> quite a large myth. That How do you digest this? I mean, how do we as listeners to to what happened to this woman, I mean, it sounds tragic, and yet at the same time she becomes this all-powerful entity. 
I mean, what do you make of this? What does this mean to us as individuals on the planet today? Yes. Well, the long and short of it is that this shamanic initiation process is something I believe each one of us needs to I don't mean that all of us have to uh, study shamanism or be, but the the characteristics of the shamanic journey are really meeting with our deep, dark fears, meeting with the shadow, transforming the the dark recesses, the dark, murky waters, and remembering, uh, above all, Sedna's association with water is paramount. Her... Well, let me let me start with this. She was discovered in 2003. She was named in 2004. And it was in 2004 that we suffered that massive tsunami in Indonesia that killed nearly a quarter million people. And since then, many water events have increased in frequency and in intensity. Hurricanes, Category 5, have increased. Um, there virtually no place on the planet has been untouched by some form of encounter with water and weather uh, events, I'm going to call them. I don't want to call them catastrophe because I am not <laughs> catastrophe-minded. There is a deeper meaning for us to cultivate with regard to our relationship with water. But I do believe, just as, you know, the outer planets, many astrologers assign them, they actually call them a higher octave of the planets that are closer to the Earth. For instance, you know, Uranus is considered to be a higher octave of Mercury. In Sedna's case, I believe she's like the triple octave of all of the water signs. And what does this mean for us? It means that we, as we evolve and assist Earth in her own ascension process, we have got to embrace and allow the process of feeling all human emotion in order to heal what has gone on in our ancestral lines on this planet we can't that I'm sorry I can't remember the author's name but the book with the title Feelings Buried Alive Never Die yes. says it all yes so we have got to be held accountable for all that triggers us and I really believe that those of us who identify ourselves or, or who know at our core essence that we are light workers, we're, we are way showers. We came here to anchor in the higher vibrations of love and light on this planet specifically for the purpose to help Earth evolve and ascend and to help everyone on this planet reach a higher level of consciousness. I do well, you have that a that very. Is, yes. yes go ahead. I just wanted to say you have a very positive outlook on all of this, but I have to say, you know, given the the power of of the water and also yeah. what planet Sedna introduced us to uh with the tsunami and and all of the other things 
the hurricanes, the cyclones that we've had that are massive. I mean, why wouldn't this happen again, but even more exponentially powerful than what has mm-hmm. happened in the past? Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Very good point. Perhaps that's where free will comes in and all I can all I can do is be true to my guidance, be true to my instincts and my intuition. And I've studied the Sedna chart and when I look at the message in this in the Sedna discovery chart, it's the any planet's discovery chart is similar to an individual's birth chart. It's when that planet dawns upon our collective psyche that planet is born, so to speak. But in this case, Sedna is returning along her very elongated elliptical path. And we became aware of it. Astronomers, quote-unquote, discovered her in 2003. But when I look at the discovery chart of Sedna, her message is one of having trust like a child, regaining the inner trust of a child, reconnecting with the heart. And, you know, she's got Leo rising. She's got the ruler of the south node and the north node, Pluto and Venus, in the fifth house, which is creative. It's life-affirming energy. It's the house where we celebrate life. It's not. She's, I don't believe she has returned to repeat calamity as was the case when at the end of the Ice Age when waters rose and Atlantis was engulfed in, in the water and disappeared. Yeah, I'm I mean, borrow I, I, hope, quote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hope you're right. It's just that, you know, I, I was a psychotherapist for over 20 years. I was a dream analyst for longer than that. And unfortunately, despite all the attention that has been given in books and in talks to emotional intelligence, there's very little of it. And, I mean, this is something that should have been taught in schools all these years and should have been encouraged in every family. Instead, what we're still seeing is is that lack of understanding about the water, our own emotional waves. We still don't have a mastery of that. What I like about what you're saying is that Planet Sedna is reminding us, hey, this is what you have to take charge of. This is what you have to really become one with and stop repressing it. Start exploring it. Start getting responsible around it. And it, it sounds like her message is perfect. It's just I'm not sure how many people are listening. <laughs> well, that's why that's why we're here doing what we're doing. That's why you have your radio show. That's why I write my books. That's why we do what we do. And I have to believe that, you know, one of the things I talk about, um, it's the introductory story in my book, um, the genie from Nall. And I, Mm -hmm. anyway, it's about right timing and trusting again in right timing. I really believe that is a huge part of it. Sedna is is bringing us full circle and connecting us simultaneously with our ancient past and our mysterious future. But we get to participate right here and now 
in what we want that future to be. And we have to remember that every human being on this planet, I'm going to borrow this phrase from Marianne Williamson, is an immune cell for planet Earth. So it is incumbent upon us to remember the infinite power we have inside to connect with these energies, with these higher harmonies and higher octaves of energy for the purpose of healing ourselves and healing the collective, first and foremost, the planet. And that's, you know, in the book, uh, Astrology, Healing and the Awakening of Cosmic Kundalini, these ley lines on the planet mirror the acupuncture meridians in the body and vice versa. We also call them axiotonal lines, axia coming from axial and tones for obviously the vibration. But that is, these are the lines through which kundalini, life force energy, moves. And when we understand how connected we are to everything else, we understand the law of reciprocity. It is not the goal. It's not a religious doctrine. It is a cosmic law. It informs everything that happens in nature. So, now, how whether how important? We, yeah. How important do you think it is for people to become aware of their own Kundalini energy and activate it? Do you do you see <laughs> that as a piece of the puzzle here? that we need to get in I, touch with that energy through yoga or meditation or, um, or astro whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or astro sound. That's a good, right. it's a good, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a very I mean, good question. That ladies. Is, <laughs> yeah. That is that an important yeah. element? It, it totally is. And I feel that even more important is getting in touch with and staying in touch with the heart because it's in the heart center where all of that, everything else revolves around that, just like all of the planets revolve around the sun in our solar system, the way the organs work, the energetic function and physical function of the meridian system and the organs revolves around that heart center, physically, energetically, emotionally, spiritually. That is the most important thing, I feel. And then whatever comes from that, I believe, you know, that the the energy will move quite organically and naturally and one's evolution and healing journey will evolve naturally from that center. Okay. Well, that is the center of supposedly of integration of the two forces, one coming up and one coming down. It looks like we have a question. So I'm going to get this person on the air area code 804. Hi, you're live on the air. Do you have a question for Jennifer? Yes, I do. I love her work. This is uh, Hugh, and you'll have to come back to me for all the synchronicities that are happening. But I am self-proclaimed Hugh, the heartbeat of America, and what she's talking about related to sound is something I've discussed also. I feel that is very important, uh, and uh, I wondered if she knew of David Raphael, who has a whole website, com, related to of beautiful music and kaleidoscopic images and mandalas. I'm not aware of that individual, but I'm really pleased and, and not at all surprised to know that 
Is it a he? That he exists? He? Is it yes, a he or a she? I didn't quite hear the name. Yes, uh, Dr. David Raphael, uh, the main site is... Oh, David Raphael, okay. Yes, yeah. the main site is lightparty.com. I'd love to connect you. You can introduce yourself through my name, and I'd like to speak with you and get more attention uh, to your work, too. It's very sure. important what you're saying. And do you do readings based on uh, what you do? I don't call them readings. I really don't like to do astrological readings. Okay. I I am a facilitator of energy. All I do is through the use of sound based upon the astrology chart of the individual. I create a recording that bypasses linear logical thinking and goes deep into the meridian matrix that I'm I'm talking about and just organically allows what the feedback that I get from people is that they feel more centered, more grounded they feel more like themselves it's so subtle that it's, I mean unless someone has a migraine and that migraine goes away the effects of their healing experience is not always easy to put into words it's not easy to quantify but what they feel as they move forward or if they continue to listen let's say to their astrosound recording anytime they encounter a stressful situation they're responding to it completely differently from a much more calm and serene space so i guess you, you go ahead I was just going to say, I, I'll let you continue on, but I, I, I did leave a message for you, and I love what you're doing, and I think uh, people are ready for what you have to offer, so I want to help get more attention to that. It's very important in these thank you. chaotic times. Thank yes, you very thank much. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks for your call. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, Jennifer, you'll be announcing how people can get a hold of you. Why don't you do that right now also, and then we'll do it again towards the end of the show. But how okay. can people reach you? Sure. Well, I am in the uh, Northampton, Massachusetts area, actually South Deerfield. Um, my phone number is probably the easiest way. It's 413-320-3954. They can go to my website, Soundworks by Gale. G-E-H-L is how Gale is spelled. So soundworksbygale.com. And my email address is soundworksbygale at gmail.com. Terrific, because I know people will be reaching out to you. Because, again, you have a lot to offer, and it's fascinating, especially because people are living in stressful times, and, and something that you're offering allows people to manage their stress, it sounds like, quite differently and being more authentic. And that's a part of it, yes. too, isn't it? Being more authentic. That oh, Sedna is calling for that. Sedna is saying you have to own who you are, right? Yes, 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 very much so. And the way it's also about honoring our ancestry, our ancestral path, and because that's a shamanic theme. And as the best way to honor our ancestors is by ceasing, you know, just 
recognizing and healing so that we can stop the negative patterns of violence, abuse, abuse of power, abuse of any anyone previously considered to be inferior, and I mean that through tradition. You know, Sedna is about departing from what we have, you know, any preconceived notions around <laughs> what historically has been valued. And, of course, for the last two or 3,000 years, it's been a patriarchal view and I say this not in any way to insult men, because that is not what this is about at all. This is about men and women giving expression to the intuitive side, the mysterious, um, well, yeah, the, the intuitive side, that the imaginative realm, the, the right side of the brain, the creative side. Because for too long, our culture has been conditioned to only value what is seen, what is manifested, what can be built, what, you know, what is visible, instead of, and, and relegating everything else in the unseen realm or the spiritual realm as fanciful or... right. Mm. Not, they don't make room for it. Irrational. It's a very narrow, They're, yeah, it's a very right. narrow view of what reality is, and it, exactly. it's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. I, and I want to go back to that, if it's okay, I because you mentioned this earlier, with Sedna, you know, representing the ocean and you know the waters on this planet, scientists have said, you know, we've only explored. At this point, we've only explored 5% of our oceans. Wow. We also only know 5% of all reality. This is what her message is. It's reminding us that we've got to stop making decisions individually and collectively based on just that 5%. It's time to leave room to explore the mystery. I'm not saying I have all the answers. God, no. I don't want to be that person. But every individual <laughs> every individual has the answers that he or she needs. That's what my work endeavors to do, is to facilitate space where they're being introduced to themselves, maybe for the first time, maybe for, you know, <laughs> the tenth time. But it's about... Expanding so more and more yeah, into so that authentic self. Yes, it's so inter- and water in and of itself is so mysterious and powerful. We're going to take a very short commercial break, and then we'll be back to continue this and find out more about what pl- the return of Planet Sedna. What does that mean for all of us? So stay tuned, everybody. You are listening to Supernatural Girls Radio, and we will be right back. Pure essential oil specialized mineral, and a revolutionary anti-aging technology. Astridian combines the best of all scientifically proven ingredients in easy-to-use creams, lotions, and concentrated serums. Astridian's advanced line of products take your skin to a new level of being healthy and beautiful. We offer a variety of collections that address all your skin concerns, 
The Essential Anti-Aging Series treats and moisturizes your skin for a long-lasting, younger look. The Multivitamin Series promotes healthy skin with high-quality vitamins and minerals. The Sports Series restores skin from cellular damage and stress. Astridian also offers a revitalizing solution for hair and a professional series for doctors and medical spas. Visit astridian.love today and begin your new journey to healthy, beautiful, youthful skin. Astridian, beyond your expectations. Are you ready for a new experience of freedom and powerful connection? Would you like a positive, effortless change in your life? Then come to CosmicFusion.com, where we offer the most advanced energy clearing and expansion techniques in the world with a quantum vortex energy to activate your divine blueprint and life's purpose. When your soul leads the way with cosmic fusion and quantum vortex energy, you can break clear of past difficulties and blocks with the power of the source. With cosmic fusion, the source energy does the work for you. It's easy and effortless. Listen to our free meditation right from our Cosmic Fusion website, the Cosmic Code Meditation. Sign up for one of our interactive webinars today. Come to Cosmic Fusion, www.kosmicfusion.com to experience an effortless awakening and transformation. Are you ready for an upgrade? Are you ready for a new experience of living in the fifth dimensional magic and powerful connection? Then visit CosmicFusion.com today. CosmicFusion.com Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get attorney Pat Quintilian's book, are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. And we are here tonight, PK and I, with a great guest, Jennifer Gale. She is the author of a new book, The Return of Planet, Sedna astrology healing and the awakening of cosmic kundalini and we are getting a lot of great information here what is that background noise okay you guys <laughs> who's doing that I don't think it was knock me. it off no it's not you <laughs> not me okay we have like do we have like government people who just can't be quiet when they listen to the show what is that so, anyways, um, Bob Luca, I think you started something last week. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Anyways, um, but this is great information, Jennifer. And again, I'm I'm not trying to be difficult. I just think that people oftentimes today, though there has been so much written about this, still have a hard time with their own emotional bodies, the water body. Yes. It's mm-hmm. very challenging for people. It's a shame that it is. But it it still seems to be uh, some type of a major problem. So Sedna coming back in whatever way she's going to do this, I I hope people will be able to work with you and and other practitioners to master this and then be able to accept the emotional body, take responsibility for their own emotions, not weaponize their feelings, um, but learn how to responsibly share them. That is so, so important. But in talking about... Kundalini awakening. Um, is this something that your work with the harmonic medicine can do? Can you help people get in touch with their own um, Kundalini energy and start that awakening process? Sure. I mean, that is really the whole. That's that's really part of the process because. As I said, kundalini is life force energy. Everything is energy. But sound and vibration work so beautifully, so well to harmonize what is causing dissonance in the deep recesses of our soul, our psyche. It can, you know, unravel those frozen old or ancient patterns that we've been carrying that were our ancestors that no longer serve us in moving forward. Um, And, of course, working with the meridian matrix taps us into that original source, the original qi, yuan qi, qi, which is what they call it in Chinese medicine. Um, Mm -hmm. In Sedna's association with water, in Chinese medicine, that is dealing with the specific emotion of fear, and this is what we need to mitigate. This is what we need to overcome. I There's so many things I want to say, but I want to stick with just this association with Chinese medicine. It's... Sure. The water element is also associated with the kidney and urinary kidneys and urinary bladder, um, and with the color black. And of course, black has been vilified as evil, you know, as personifying evil or uh, representing, I should say, evil. But what's interesting, um, and this is coming from author Mikio Sankey, I believe. Uh, esoteric acupuncture, but he reminds us that, you know, we also associate black with mourning because it's what people wear to funerals, but black is the color that absorbs light. And the reason people wear black to funerals is so that the departed souls can find the light and go through the portal to the next dimension or wherever, to the higher dimensions. And I found that so interesting. We this is part of our P 
patriarchal the patriarchal system that has dominated for the last few thousand years the mysterious feminine the um we've forgotten the dance of yin and yang the dark within light giving birth to light and light within dark giving birth to dark they are simply energies and it all depends on our expression of these energies that determines whether we see more evil perpetuated in the world and you know entities that actually are created from aggregate belief systems that create this kind of chaos and havoc so I know I'm going off the rails again. Help me get back on track. But no, that's no point. problem. I mean, I, I like no, what you're saying because you're, yeah, it is interesting because you're talking about, again, shamanism. You're talking about owning all mm-hmm. parts yes. of ourselves, and certainly on that journey. Exactly. We've had enough, enough shamans on the show <laughs> that have talked about this. And I, especially PK, you remember Don Oscar. He was amazing. Oh, yes. The shaman we've had on several times from Peru. And he talked about, you know, how he learned uh, to embrace all the screwed up parts of himself. He tried to yes. kill himself twice, mm-hmm. and he was an alcoholic, and he came from a family where his father was a prominent physician. His mother was nuts. And it it created a lot of chaos in his life, and he basically started living that kind of a chaotic life. But he came to terms with it in a very shamanic way, and he's a very powerful shaman today. We love him. He's one of our favorites. But it is so important because what we're used to doing in this society, in my opinion, is cutting off the parts of ourselves that we yes. don't like or we don't know what to do right. with them and or it's not acceptable in society or family. Cut that part off. But that is the problem. That becomes a shadow or that becomes something that's tagging along that never gets integrated. Now, water, and you talk about the power of water and planet Sedna's association with water, that has many different aspects that will be affecting Mm -hmm. us. I would imagine from cleansing to, if you think about water, it goes everywhere. It's very hard to contain. So it's an, right. it's also, I think, a perfect element to use and to work with to reclaim these parts of ourselves that we've left behind. So there's a lot of ways, I think, that you're bringing to our attention in this book and tonight on the show that we can work with the power of water. And we yeah. can, again, reclaim ourselves. It's a shamanic journey that we're all on, whether we want to be or not. We're here and we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And the planet Sedna right. and... Uh, is a is a beautiful feminine aspect that hopefully will lead us to to unity within ourselves, and that I think is is the whole message of this, right? Or at least one it aspect. Is, of it is. It's it is one of many, but it is absolutely crucial. And I want to talk just a little bit about the water element itself. We yes, go into the four elements in you know my my first book, but the water element is so special because you cannot separate two drops of water once they've joined. Water is cohesive. Water Mm -hmm. takes on the shape of its environment. It is all about connectivity. Sound travels faster in water. Our bodies are 70% water. The body of earth is 70% water. Just another example of as above, so below, as within, so without. 
But that's why sound works so beautifully on the body because we're mostly water and sound travels faster in water. But the main message of water, as you pointed out, is about unity, reminding mm-hmm. us that we, you know, and I want to touch upon medicine because what you said about us cutting off those parts of ourselves that are unpleasant, that we don't want to see, that's exactly what we're doing in Western medicine. We're taking out the organ. We're taking, we're annihilating the messenger who is just showing up to, you know, through the, through the symptoms of the body to reveal to us a deeper healing that needs to take place. And it is the deep healing that sadness reminding us we need to do. Yes, mm-hmm. and certainly we, we agree completely with, with all of that because what we have today is just Band-Aid medicine. And it right. is not at all addressing the real cause, unless you have a functional medicine a doctor or a team of functional yeah. medicine people that they're more attuned to looking for a source, a cause. But overall, yeah. uh, you know, pharmaceutical companies are, are looking not for cures, but they're looking for customers. So it is yes. not uh, the best way to approach. However, I do have to say that for emergency medicine, we do pretty well in this country. Um, but for ongoing oh, medical concerns, we do terribly. I, yes, and I would never suggest that we need to do away with one in favor of another. Each has its place, just like the left brain and the right brain, the yin and the yang, definitely. But it's about restoring balance. We have been so out of balance with the one viewpoint, and it's a reductionist viewpoint rather than an all-encompassing understanding the connectivity. And so we really do need to remember, call back the members, those dismembered parts of ourselves that are the reason we need a soul retrieval, you know, calling back these parts of ourselves. And I want to say something about Chinese medicine also because this is so important and goes to the heart of why I use astrology in the way that I do in combination with a planetary frequency. In Chinese medicine, there are three levels of medicine. The first is treating the symptoms. The second is preventative care. But the third and highest level of medicine is connecting an individual to his or her destiny, her life, his or her life purpose. This is what motivates us. It's what inspires us to do the work that we do. It's what makes our life integrative and connected. Just like, you know, first I was musician, then astrologer, then Chinese medicine lover, Those were three compartmentalized parts of myself that I searched and searched and searched for a way to integrate, to synthesize. And I feel like this is another healing component of sedna. It is about synthesizing all of those dismembered parts. Now, in your book, you also, I like what you're saying, and in your book you also are talking about shamans who give offerings to Sedna and what kinds of things like 
I know we create altars in our homes, both PK and myself mm-hmm. and our audience does this as well. Is there anything that you can think of that we should be doing as an offering to Sedna as she moves closer to our planet? The best thing in the world is to practice right relationship with our environment, to understand the sacredness that dwells in all life, to recognize, to commune with nature, and to recognize the consciousness, the indwelling of spirit that exists in our plant kingdom, in our animal kingdom, in the mineral kingdom. This planet is alive. That is what Inuit culture teaches. And their laws and languages for right relationship were not written down. They were written on on the hearts of the Inuit people. So this is why I say cultivating, you know, getting in touch with our own heart, what really makes us happy. And getting in, you know staying in touch with nature and and seeing the magic the synchronicity in everyday life and and that's i love to hear that it's not so easy to do it but there are a lot of tools today i mean you know your healing ability with music and sound is very important in this process because we are all What's called the matrix in my mind is simply a circuit board that's imposed on us by society, family, school, etc. So we are looking to unhook from that that has, again, yeah. been given the name of the matrix and then find out what what are we truly about. So this circuit board, it either burns itself out and we go down with it or we take that leap into cosmic consciousness. And we get free of it. Right. So mm-hmm. your work um, does help people uh, in astroharmonic medicine get free of the constraints of that circuit board that's imposed on us. So I think that's one of the tools that's offered today that people need to really take advantage of. This is not that easy to do when you are programmed, as we've all been programmed, by families and society. I mean, there's a certain programming that takes place, and some of it's even pre-verbal, and it's very hard to get out from under the yoke of that. But that's why, again, we have to seek out, in my opinion, help. You know, we have to seek yeah. out ways to to get uh, free of it. And whether it's yeah. through dream analysis or right. learning about yourself through numerology or, again, the astroharmonic medicine that you do, there is so there are so many places to go today, and that's a good thing. Yeah. So many mm-hmm. people. Absolutely. And I really want to encourage everybody to find their way with that, because without somebody to hold your hand or help you to mirror back to you what's happening in your own life, sometimes it's very challenging, to say the least. Right. Yeah. I I agree, and it isn't something that we can think our way out of. We can't think our way out of this false narrative or this false matrix. That is why I do work with sound. But as you said, there are many, many tools people can 
use to facilitate tapping into the imaginative realm, tapping into that the extra phenomenal world and communing with nature. Like I said, the more we do that, the more we will see the infinite mind talking to us all the time. That is what restores our hope and trust and reminds us that we are not alone. We never have been. There are forces that are surrounding us that are supporting our journey and, you know, lifting us into those higher realms. They can't do the work for us, but all we have to do is ask for that support, and it is there. Yes, and that's what we have to do, absolutely. Now, let me ask you a question about the sea mammals, about whales and dolphins and uh, their relationship with Sedna. I would imagine it's profound. Well, they are the record keepers, and because they dwell in water, I mean, honestly, I, oh, well, yeah, okay, (laughs) sorry, I was going to say, I'm not aware of a particular story that connects, um, like, whale and dolphin medicine with Sedna specifically, but because Sedna is associated with water element in Chinese medicine and the kidneys, it speaks to hearing um, because kidneys flower into the ears. So we're talking about sound again. Sedna mm-hmm. is associated with so many S words that begin with S, um, mm-hmm. you know, supernatural, uh, spiritual, but it's really the marriage of science and spirit, I feel. It's this coming together, coming full circle because what spiritualists and metaphysic, metaphysical priests and priestesses have been saying for ages, the scientists are now confirming. And so mm-hmm. Sedna is about exploring uh, exploring those avenues regardless of whether we can have concrete proof right now. We need to be our own scientists. We need to conduct our own experiments. And so I'm getting off your question. Sorry. But no, that's okay. I mean, but it's interesting. It's just, I'll tell you, one of the things that made me, one of the things that made me ask you this question, I was looking at the news earlier today, and I saw something that, again, horrified me about whales being hunted again. That some yeah. country, I forget who it is, I don't remember if it was Japan again that's doing it, but um, this that they are now sanctioning uh, hunting of whales. And I think this is an important step in our consciousness also to be able Mm -hmm. to garner all of our resources as human beings and say no to it. I mean, whether it's in the petition format or in donations to organizations, I mean, we on Supernatural Girls, PK and I, we support uh, baby elephants that have been orphaned and making Uh, sure we give donations so that they can have their, you know, a safe place to live and be cared for. And we encourage everybody in our audience to participate in whatever way they can with helping animals across the planet but certainly with sedna i it reminded mm-hmm. me of this whale thing that got me so upset and 
I just think it's important, again, for people to look at the ocean. It is full of life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we have done damage to the ocean. We have done damage to the uh, the mammals in the ocean and the fish in the ocean. We've done terrible things. I mean, the Navy with its sonar that has been uh, throwing the whales and dolphins off their yes. normal genetic paths. So it's like, hey. It's up to us, everybody out there listening. It's up to us to say something yeah. about, and that's part of the way that we can speak through our own emotion and passion, you know, with our own water in alignment with with that yeah. and what's necessary. So I just wanted to bring that point around. I think it's important for people to remember that there is life in the oceans that needs our protection. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. That's part of her message to be in right relationship with the ecosystem, with the environment. Mm -hmm. Every single created being has a purpose. (laughs) And upsetting that is what has caused us to be living in such a state of chaos. But I always come back to, and this is my personal mission, everyone has their own specific life purpose and and they've got to follow that that passion I don't particularly feel like it is my purpose to go and like protest and hold a picket sign I I'm a writer so I like to do the research I do the inner work and my work is about encouraging others to do the inner work and recognize that when you are accessing the inner space, you are effecting healing that reverberates out into the infinite space. Mm-hmm. We can't yes, throw our yes. arms around the world because it is that train has long since, you know, that's a tidal wave. We're not going to stop. The only right. Thing we can manage is ourselves and so that's why I love doing the astro analysis giving people some information about you know who they are and what where they are right now how can I support them with the astro sound work whether personally or in a recording but that's me that that is <laughs> just you know what yeah, I that's your path. That's all your of us has mm-hmm. all of us have a unique gift and that's what we need to cultivate and that's what we need to share. That's the fastest way I can see in and bringing about the, the kind of that, healing we need. It yeah. isn't the key to that to be found in someone's astrological chart. I mean I would imagine that, you know, when you unlock sure. the key to these charts that's what you're finding out is what are you here for right yeah i mean it's some some may give more some may provide more specifics but i prefer to facilitate a space where they can journey and discover that on their own but absolutely the chart provides clues to the gifts and the talents as well as the homework what is the curriculum and we look mm-hmm. at the south and north node for that information. Yeah, it's interesting because when you talked about the chart, we were talking about this off the air, um, the chart being a frozen 
picture, mm-hmm. right, that you bring to life with music. You know, PK, I was wondering with what you do with numbers, if that could be done with numbers the same way that Jennifer is doing this with the astrology. Can that be Certainly. done? Certainly. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Definitely. But the whole way. Never thought about it in that direction. Yeah, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so powerful (laughs) because it transcends our our limited ability uh, to speak English. I mean, it goes to a whole different level of communication when you're using music. So you could use it with your uh, numerological readings. Yeah, because every every letter has a, a number value to it, and that would be the same as in music. It has mm-hmm. a value, a number value to it. There so you that go. would give us more information. Oh, good idea to look at. Yeah. Yes. Now, when you do this kind of work, Jennifer, with somebody's chart, and you turn it into music, what like what how, what kind of music do you use? I mean, what kind of instruments? How do you do it? Oh, okay. So the Acutonics healing system uses tuning forks that are calibrated to the the planetary frequencies and some have resonators on them so that when you activate them and they're vibrating, they will continue to vibrate when you place them on the body. Other tuning forks are a higher frequency, so they're used in the energy field. But the idea is to create a sound wave using two tuning forks, so creating that musical interval. And when placed on the body, we are activating the deeper meridian system known as the eight extraordinary vessels. So you might have one on lung seven and another tuning fork on kidney six, and it's activating the conception vessel um, that runs up and down the body that governs the yin, all of the yin energies in the body. That's just one example. Two tuning forks, and then when I do the recordings, I usually use the higher frequencies because they are, well, they're just, they travel, um, because they're higher frequencies, they're just more conducive to working with the energy field. That's all. Mm -hmm. Right. So you can work long distance with people. Yes. It sounds like the other way you're working hands on. So yeah, that's that's all really powerful work. And I know there's other people doing all, all kinds of of uh, tuning for it. We had somebody on the show who did that. Remember PK Eileen? Yeah, and I'm tra- I'm trying to remember. How to oh, Eileen Yes, yes. Yeah. Tuning uh-huh. the, the human biofield. Right, right. She was on the show. She did like a whole healing for the audience. It was great. So, you know, the power of that, of sound and the power of using those tuning forks is, is not to be underestimated. It is, it is quite amazing. And so I just didn't know also if you used any other instruments, violins, piano, anything like that, but you just stay right with the tuning forks. Right, because I'm using astrology as the basis, and the tuning mm-hmm. forks are calibrated to the planetary tones. So uh, I look at, okay. yeah, I'm yeah, looking at the aspects difference. that are causing dissonance or that are presenting the growth challenge, let's say, and I'm I'm using those frequencies because I want it's like harmonic homeopathy. We want that to get into the psyche and um, 
you know, create or restore the harmony that is needed so that when those now triggers this, happen in that person's external world, it is not as much of a trigger. Right. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Now, does Planet Sedna have her own uh, frequency? Have you been able to determine yes. that? Oh, cool. I haven't, but that is what the Acusonics Institute um did so when I first started studying acutonics, they already had the sudden frequency. But I'd love to share a story if we have time about yes. Um, okay, when I was beginning my journey as an acutonics practitioner, I was at a health fair providing a session to this gentleman. He's a, also uh, a healer and light worker, and his name is Forrest Green. <laughs> so. Oh. I, I was outside in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina, and giving him a session. Well, as I'm working on him, he is describing what's going on in his energy field that he can see, like different geometric, sacred geometry happening in his energy field. But as he is describing this to me, he sees the elementals gathering around. Remember, we're outside in this beautiful setting. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so they're watching this unfold, and he's hearing them and seeing them, you know, whisper to each other, what's this? What's going on? Well, I finish up the session, and I play the Sedna tone for him. And the leader of the elemental clan group said, that's the tone our ancestors used. And said, oh, wow. And, oh, boy. And then, I know. And then he said, this is a good use of technology. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> oh. I just That's find adorable. that story so adorable. <laughs> I just, it, it says it all to me because these are the, these are the kingdoms. These are the dimensions that Sedna is coming back to remind us absolutely exist. Oh, they absolutely and, do. We have yeah. no doubt here <laughs> of any of that. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's nice that Sedna's going to try to get the rest of the people on board. It's to us here on this show, it's normal. And that's one yeah. of the things that draws people to listen to us is because this stuff is all normal to us. There's nothing abnormal about it. It is all a part of our reality that other people choose to exclude it. Well, again, to me, that's like cutting off a part of yourself that you don't want to deal right. with. Mm-hmm. But certainly there's yeah. multi-dimensions. There's multi-dimensional beings coming in and out of our reality all the time. And yeah. you can ignore it or you can pay attention. But I love that story about the elementals and their comments as Good. to what you were doing and that Sedna frequency. I'd love to hear that Sedna frequency sometime. Is that something that you can record and send to us so we could play it for oh, people? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, I would yeah. love to do that so people could hear it. Uh, oh. Certainly that. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I just want to mention to you, because I'm working on the Astro Sound recording for the full moon happening Uh, in just three days, May 18. Mm -hmm. And this is important because Sedna figures prominently in this full moon chart. Sedna is 27 degrees Taurus, conjunct the sun at 27 Taurus. 
So Saturn is conjunct the sun at this full moon. The moon is 27 Scorpio, of course, because it's their exact sun and moon, mm-hmm. exact degree at a full moon. Anyway, I am creating a recording um, for the full moon, and I am happy to send you that. I, I would love, you know, if any anyone listening is interested to please find me on YouTube, I'd like to um, have us connect in this way on a monthly basis, align with the lunar cycles, which is all about, real, you know, all about our emotions. Now, Jennifer, would you do me a favor yeah. and just send me the link to your YouTube channel? And also, we'll announce it right now. Is it under your name, Jennifer yeah, Gale? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay, and that's again for everybody listening. Uh, Jennifer's last name is spelled G E H L, pronounced Gale, but it's G E H L. So, yeah, I know a lot of people would really like to be a part of that, you know, to be with you um, as you as you broadcast these uh, these signatories. I think it's a very powerful experience that everybody would love to have. So, yes, I'm going to try to be there for that. How about you, PK? I think that sounds fabulous. Great idea. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very healing, and it's a great way to have people come together and mm-hmm. start resonating together. So right, exactly. It's, it's a wonderful way to, to yeah. experience that. Now, how long are these sessions that you do at the new moon and full moon? This is. Um, I just want to clarify. I, I prepare. I do the recordings and I upload them to YouTube. So they're approximately 10 minutes, no longer than that. I give a little introduction, and then they listen to the recording. And I also provide the healing potentials for each of the planetary blends that they're listening to. So you learn a little bit about astrology as well as just being able to close your eyes and listen and let the sound do the work. I mean, it's not that the sound is doing the work for you. Everyone, as we've already said, we all have our work to do, but sound right. does mm-hmm. really create a space where it's organic and it's just easier. It it and it feels wonderful. It transports well, you. That's a better word. It transports you into that other dimension, the dimension of mm-hmm. the higher harmonies. Well, we're all for making it easier. <laughs> oh, we got that we, right. We stand with that. <laughs> and it's pleasant, you know, because you're playing some, some frequencies that are very pleasant to listen to, I'm sure. So that all helps us along on this path. And it's fun when you're there and you're listening with friends and other people. You know, other people are listening at the same time. So basically what you're saying right. is you upload it. And people can listen to it that day, that night, or anytime. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. Gosh, it's a great, great thing that you're doing. Um, so, again, tell everybody how they can reach you one more time. Sure. My website is soundworksbygale.com. They can find me on YouTube, as we just said, under Jennifer Gale. 
and my email address is soundworksbygail at gmail.com. Very good. Do you still train people to do what you do? You said you don't teach anymore at uh, the Institute, but do you also offer classes to people who want to learn this? I have not developed a class yet, but it is on my to-do list. It is something I would like to do. I just haven't quite figured out how to do that because Mm -hmm. it's learning the language of astrology as well as a little bit of Chinese medicine in terms of um, finding the points on the body, although that's not all that. I mean, it's all doable. It's all absolutely doable, and it is what I did when I was teaching level one and two acutonics and the elective, which was harmonic astrology, learning how to use the astrology chart as a way to devise a treatment protocol. But now, the astrosound, so, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's a lot of material to put together and then to be able to, to actually teach it to other people. So I, I understand what you're saying. It's a big undertaking. And with our astrological charts, I mean, people that are in our audience that are kind of new to astrology, our charts are a certain way when we're born. But then there are transits. The things change yes. throughout time mm-hmm. with our charts. So it's not stagnant, right? It keeps moving. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yes. So we have progressed cycles where we're looking at the progressed sun and progressed moon and that's the dance or the relationship between the conscious self and the unconscious self. We have solar returns and lunar returns. We have the transit, that, which is the current sky, what's happening right mm-hmm. now, and how does that interact with your natal signature. The natal signature is basically a signature we do carry throughout our lives, but, of course, it evolves as the transits awaken the different parts of ourselves to transform in a certain way based upon the aspects, based upon what, how they're impacting us and, you know, what is being evoked in terms of uh, change. Mm-hmm. What about the, the north and south node? How does that affect us with this? The... Nodes of the moon are what I look to first in terms of our rite of passage. What are the challenges or, you know, call them shamanic initiation. What are the initiations that we have to go through in order to remove the blocks and neutralize the triggers so that we can embrace the fullness of soul's expression as symbolized through the North Node, which is uncharted territory. It's um, informa- It's not as familiar to us, so it's more challenging to get to the North Node, but we do not ever have to abandon our South Node, but we do have to learn 
what we need to take with us and what we need to let go of in order to express the North Node energy more gracefully. Mm, that's interesting. Well, Jennifer, we can't thank you enough for coming on the show tonight. This has been a fascinating discussion of something we did not know anything about. So thank you for bringing this well, to our you. show and our audience. Yeah, this has been great. So everybody, again, yes, today, Jennifer's book is The Return of Planet Sedna and its Astrology, Healing, and the Awakening of Cosmic Kundalini. It's available on Amazon.com and I'm sure in your local bookstore as well. And you can also join up with Jennifer on YouTube and visit her on her website. So, again, thanks so much, Jennifer. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you. This and next week, My everybody, pleasure. we're going to be – thank you. We'll be back with another great show. And don't forget to take a look at the candles, book a session with PK. And you can also book a session with me for Soul Realignment. I've been doing a lot of readings lately. There's always yes, time for my – Yes. Well, that's because yours is so good. We need it. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. We all need it. So now next week, we have a very unusual guest on. Again, we have a psychic medium, but somebody we haven't met before. Mm -hmm. This is going to be fun. So until then, everybody, yes, we will see you on the Blue Highway. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural.